Good morning and welcome to our podcast. Um, <clears throat> we hope you enjoy these as much as we do. We love sharing the Word of God around here. We love trying to help people understand God's ways and His principles because we understand that that is the secret to successful living, a successful life, peace, joy, happiness, all the fruit of the Spirit, and everything that's worth having in this world. So we um, do appreciate you listening today. Um, we've been talking about the love of God and um, what that means. And because God is all-powerful and God is love, then love has to be all-powerful. And you wouldn't think that would be so because we've been taught in our society that love is a weakness that if you love somebody, they can take advantage of you, they can do you wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, that somehow love means just tolerating everybody, putting up with people even when you don't want to. There, nothing could be further from the truth. God does not want you to be a victim. He does not want you to be used and abused. He does not want people to take advantage of you. He wants you to walk in love because it is truly powerful. It's kind of like an eagle. I heard recently that the only predator that he has besides humans is one of those big um, birds that eat all the dead bodies on the side of the road. What are they, vultures? Okay. So a vulture is an enemy of the eagle. And I'm like, how stupid would the vulture have to be to try to attack an eagle? But he does it. And the only defense that the eagle has from the vulture is to start flying high. He takes off while the vulture's trying to hang on to him and, and bite him in the neck and stuff. And he starts flying high, as high as he can, as fast as he can. Because the vulture can hang on for a very high distance, but eventually it comes to a place where the vulture starts not being able to breathe. He is not equipped with the same abilities that the eagle has. And the eagle can continue to fly. And as he flies up past a certain point, the vulture literally passes out and then begins to fall. Now, I don't know if they plummet to their death. I've never seen just a plethora of plummeted dead vultures around, you know. Or I don't know once if he gets back into the level that he can function in, if he's able to regain consciousness and fly away. But I do know that that is how the eagle defeats his enemy. By going higher, not by hanging out lower, not by getting, you know, like people, if somebody does you wrong, well, I'm going to get them back. And we get down on their level and we try to, you know, if they stole from you, we go take it back. We go steal from them. Or if they've done something rude to us, we really try to harm them. We gossip. We start up some stuff about them. And the next thing you know, we're down here fighting on their level. I saw a video one day where an eagle uh, was going to fight a snake. The eagle did not go land on the ground next to the snake and start fighting it. A snake on the ground is a dangerous thing. That's where he thrives. That's where he operates. If he has ground, he has leverage. He can coil up. He can, he can leap. He can, he can do a lot of things if he's in his natural habitat. When an eagle wants to fight a snake, 
The eagle literally grabs the snake and takes him up in the air. Once the snake is dangling in the air, he has no ground to push off of. He has no ability to do anything. And the eagle can kill him and just peck him in the head or whatever he does. You know what I'm saying? And so, <clears throat> again, you don't get down in a low place with the enemy. When somebody starts arguing with you and carrying on, no, no. Even if they're trying just to be manipulative, you know, they may not ever raise their voice, but they're just being wrong. And they're, you're being abused still. Maybe they start bringing up your past against you, or maybe they start, you know, speaking about um, all your weaknesses or things like that. And they're trying to manipulate you. All of a sudden, they put on a new face, and they're like, what? What's possibly wrong? When they created it, you know, when the enemy through them created the problem that you're having, <clears throat> the worst thing you can do is try to fight them in that place. The best thing you can do is go up higher. Jesus. God, I know you love them. Now, they're on my nerves, and I want to punch them in the face. But I'm putting them in your hands. Because I know you love them. And that's what love would do. Put them in God's hands. You bind the devil or whatever. But you don't stand there and keep being abused. Walk away. Walk away and pray. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> now, don't get me wrong. If somebody is physically attacking you, you defend yourself. Okay? You put your hand on their head and start praying to the Holy Ghost. You know what I'm saying? Cast the devil out of them. Or, or if, you know, if you have to, for your own self-preservation, you need to defend yourself. I'm not suggesting that you sit somewhere and be a victim of some crazy person. Okay? That is not how humans in a civilization operate. But at wartime, you know, then you have to take care of yourself. You have to do what you've got to do. Okay? But if you can, just walk away. If it's verbal or they're, they're saying things and they're telling you how you're never going to achieve anything and those kinds of things, just walk away and go pray. You just stay in love the best you can. And when you do that, you're literally flying higher. They won't be able to fight you on these terms. You are in control of the terms that you're going to deal with people on for yourself. Now, if they want to run around and abuse everybody and they're hanging around a bunch of other abusers, because usually abusers create abusers and hang around abusers, but... <clears throat> If they're, if they're a person that's giving you challenges all the time and you, you pray for them, then avoid, avoid, avoid confrontation. Avoid discussing things with them. Certainly don't go in and get involved in things with them when, when you know how it's going to end up, you know, and, and pray. Walk in love. Um, God really cares about them. And I know at the moment when you're down there in the middle of the fight, 
you don't care about them. They don't deserve your care at that moment. And I get that. But I'm thankful that God loves us even when we don't deserve it. There are many times when we flat do not deserve God's love. You don't. I don't. But he loves us anyway. He has mercy on us. He knows that we're being stupid right now, but he also knows that the enemy's lying to us. He knows that we have iniquities. He knows that we're in a cursed world. He knows all the lies that people have told to us that are in our heart, things that we believe that are incorrect. He knows every single detail, so he has mercy on you. And you can do that for other people. Try to, try to figure out why are they acting this way. What's going on? God, why are they acting like this? And he'll, he may just show you. Oh, they're stressed out. They got to go to court today. Oh, they got that bill today. Oh, they, they don't have enough money to buy their kid what it needs for school. They will get stressed out, and then they will do hateful, ugly things. Have you ever, just don't tell me who, have you ever been in a situation where somebody's being hateful and ugly? But if you think about it for a minute, it's because they're being hurt right now. Something's squeezing them. Some pressure is on them, trying to drive them, right? You know, because hurting people are the ones that hurt people. Healthy, whole people that are not being hurt, people who are at peace, people who are calm and full of joy, are not the people running around harming other people. The people that are harming other people and screaming at you on the freeway and honking and flipping you off and all that stuff, they are people that, I'm going to be late. I got to get over there. I'm going to lose this. I got to pay this bill. I got this contract. I have to, if I don't get there on time today, I'm going to, you know, they're under a lot of pressure. And so they're, everybody's an idiot to them because you're not helping them accomplish what they're trying to do. Do you understand that? Road rage and all that is because people are overwhelmed. And so when you see somebody being that way, you should say a prayer. Oh God, help them today. I know you love them. Speak a word to them, God. Give them peace in the middle of what they're going through. You know what I'm saying? He will do that. He can do that, and he will do that. He will have mercy on people, and he will do things for people. And in that situation, you won. You defeated the enemy. The enemy was trying to destroy their life, but your love overcame it and destroyed the enemy that was trying to use them to harm you or somebody else. You remember the movie The Matrix? Do you remember how the bad guys could literally take over anybody that was in the matrix? That's kind of how the devil is. He can yank somebody's strings and use them anytime he needs to. So here you are, you just got off that ship and you're down here in the matrix and that's not really where you belong but you've got something to do. And so the enemy, if he wants to stop you, he'll just get in your mom. Or, you know what I'm saying? Or, or not get in them. They can't be possessed if they're born again. But I mean, like, he'll, he'll drive mom to just a point of she is beyond herself and doesn't know what to do. You know? Or he'll have, 
he'll put so much pressure on dad or he'll have something happen and dad is really carrying the weight of the world and then you say do something small that's wrong and all of a sudden you get in real bad trouble you know what I'm saying which is not usually what would happen because dad may be under tremendous pressure you know a sibling a neighbor a friend grandparents I mean it could be anybody and what the enemy is trying to do is harm you, get you upset, get you down there in the muck with them. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know revelation knowledge, if you don't know truth, the enemy can use you a lot. Sometimes the enemy will be trying to use me against somebody and I will recognize it. I have been so upset and so angry and so mad and so hurt before and I was about to go up and preach. And I recognized that if I go up there right now, I'm going to say some stuff that's going to hurt some people, right? So I had to pray and pray and pray. I remember one day I sat in a room and was crying. I wanted to say some stuff so bad and get somebody. I was going to stick it to them verbally. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, God, I know that's not what I'm here for. I know that that's not what you want me to do when I get in that pulpit. Please don't let me do that. Don't let me use my knowledge of the Word of God to harm somebody. Don't let me use this opportunity to get up there on the stage and tell them how wrong they are and how they're going straight to hell. I don't ever want to use what God has trusted me with to correct somebody else or to to put them in their place. That's not what it's for. It's for edification, exhortation, comfort. It's to build them up and to love them. And if you start using what God's given you to get vengeance, that's really not a good place to be. I remember recently I had a problem with somebody. And what they were doing was so wrong. And I prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed. And finally, they were just being hateful to me and tacky to me and saying things to me. And it was just, it was, it was all the time. But I was just, I was just going to keep going, you know, whatever. They don't have no power over me. And then all of a sudden they did something. And my husband, my team, the staff, the board members, it was like everybody saw it and came to me and said, hey, that was wrong, what they just did. And I said, I agree. But I was, I was just walking in love and I was just, you know, hoping it would change. And they said, oh, that was so wrong. And I'm like, okay. So I'm going to go and talk to this person and tell them here from now on, we're not going to do this or this because we don't, we don't appreciate that. It was not done right. And we need to correct this situation. And when I did, the person started all kind of drama. I'm like, okay. Then maybe this isn't the church for you. Maybe you should go to a different church, you know? And it just kept going and going and escalating until I'm finally like, yep, 
yeah, you need to go somewhere else because you can't come here anymore. And that's how I left it. And every single person in the ministry with me, all the leaders of the ministry with me, all said that was a long time coming. Because you just keep walking in love and just keep walking in love. And sometimes the best thing you can do is tell somebody no. Sometimes that is love. No, you're not going to do this anymore. Because they're having all kinds of problems in their life. And maybe it's because they keep doing the wrong things. But you're trying to tell them, but they won't listen. Well, finally, they'll, they'll have, you know, a mess. And what you did by not ever telling them stop is... You allowed it to continue, and then they ended up in a bigger mess. You see what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I want you to always remember that if you get down and dirty with somebody and you're going to fight back and you're going to be tacky and you're going to, oh, I know what I can do. I know what will really get them. You're not in a good place, okay? And you need to back up and go pray about it and ask God, show me why they do this. Show me what you see in them, God. Father, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus to please reveal to me their good qualities. You know what I mean? He will do it. He will do it. And it'll make it much easier for you just to walk in love and go ahead and do your business. The better you get at <clears throat> loving unlovable people, the faster you, you grow up. You know what I'm saying? The faster you mature, the faster, the more authority you get, the more power you get, the more everything starts working out for you. Okay? But um, it's very hard to love somebody when you don't know you're loved. We've been talking about that a lot this year. <clears throat> you have to understand that you are loved. Whether you're doing right, whether you're doing wrong, whether you're being perfect, or whether you're not. God's love was a decision. He won't change his mind. It's unconditional. Now, you can do whatever you want to do, and I'm not talking to heathens right now. I'm talking to children of God. You won't be able to go out there and do something crazy because you've got the Holy Ghost living inside of you and you would be convicted. But you go out there and you're trying to do things. So you're going to make mistakes. You're going to make bad choices. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. That's normal. Everybody does. But the minute you realize you've done that, turn away from it. Get, get straight because those things are snares and traps that the enemy has set out for you to try to catch you off guard so that he can run your life. Paul said, nothing is unlawful for me. I can do anything. Nothing's unlawful. But it's not expedient. It's not going to get me where I want to end up. And every time I do something that's not lawful, one of the things God's told me, don't do this. Here, bud. Whenever I do something that God's told me not to do, he only told me not to do it because he knew the consequences. He told Adam and Eve, he said, don't eat the tree because if you do, you'll die. He didn't say, if you eat that tree and you disobey me, I'm going to kill you. He didn't do that. He said, don't eat that tree or you'll die. 
He knew what the devil was doing. He saw the snare. He saw the trap. He saw the results and warned them, don't eat of that tree or you'll die. What happened? The second they ate of it, they were separated from God, and that's what death means, separation, right? So immediately they were separated from God. He said, Adam, where are you? Then all of a sudden they were ashamed. We, we were naked and we were ashamed, so we hid ourselves. Oh, Adam, who told you you were naked? Did you eat that tree? Right? He knew what the devil would do. That's why I warned him not to do it. He knows what the devil will do for you right now. That's why he's warning you. Walk in love. Walk in love. Anything other than that is a trap. Obey your parents. Anything other than that is a trap. Remember the church. Anything other than that is a trap. Only worship God. Anything other than that is a trap. He's not telling you because he's a big egotistical turd that he wants everybody just worshiping him and telling him how wonderful he is. He's telling you because he sees the trap that you don't see. He sees the trap. And he loves you. He's going to tell you the truth. Don't do that. Don't do that. He's not trying to be mean. He's trying to protect you. Now you can do it, and he's gonna love you anyway. But you're gonna get caught in a trap. And then you're gonna have to try to figure out how to get out of it. And then it's gonna be harder on you. He'll be with you all the way through the process. He'll be, he'll be believing that you're gonna pull it off. He'll always think the best about you. But if you decide, you know, that you're going to do something, he loves you enough to let you do your, what you want to do. If you want to obey the world and not me, I get it. Go ahead. But it's not going to work out. Not in the long run. Okay? So we're going to try with everything in us to stay in love. Stay in God. Walk in love. Walk with God. You know, live in love. Live letting God flow through you. Deal with problems with God. Stick with God. And all that means is love. Love, 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 love. There's power in it. Not in being a victim. Don't let the devil pervert it and make you think that somebody ought to be able to abuse you and you have to walk in love, so you have to just stand there and take it. No, you don't. You all know the scripture about when Jesus said to those guys when they came out to the garden to take him, whom seek ye? And they all fell down. You have some power to do something about your enemies. Okay? But if you can walk in love, if you can walk in love, you are in the most powerful position that a person can dwell in. Okay? All right. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today to our podcast, and we will talk to you next time.